Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Undefeated Podcast. The only podcast with two undefeated fighters. Chat it up. Listen, guys, make sure you like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your cousin, tell your brothers and your sisters and nieces and nephews. This is the podcast. <laughs> you told no lies. You told no lies, bro. Come on. Listen, you know what? Shouts out to all the new subscribers and followers that we've had wow. over the last week it has been a crazy yeah, yeah, influx yeah, yeah 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 travis it's the maddest like we can't re- like we had the maddest week in in our undefeated actually that's a lie but it was in terms of going viral we it had was a up there week. it was it was it was the week really but in terms of a mad week I, i'll never put anything over the week in in vegas sorry Oh yeah, no, big facts, big yeah, facts. I'll never put on anything over the week in Vegas, but I will say it was the maddest week in terms of new people that got to listen meet us. Well that the video just took off. We bro, we did like over a quarter of a million views, you know. <laughs> it's that Connor Ben video got uh, got to Connor early. Yeah. Coogan Cass. Eddie Hearn. Yeah, bro, yeah, Nigel yeah. Ben phoned me um, the night before last. Shut up. I couldn't believe it, bro. I see the name pop up. I'm like, oh, just I stood up. You know you got to stand up. <laughs> <'Cause I> don't... <laughs> you don't want to be sitting up, down. Bro. You don't want to be sitting down for that call, innit? I don't want to be sitting down, bro. And my daughter was asleep. I was like, I, I know I'm about to get loud. I got up. <laughs> I walked out. <laughs> and he was just laughing. He's like, oh, mate. He goes, you guys got me. Now you got my son. He goes, it's hilarious. He goes, trust me, man, we're all laughing over here in Australia. Oh, I was like, oh, oh my that's days. It. That's it, that's it. Um, now, even, um, like, I had a little back and forth message with um, Connor, actually, and I was like, bro, like, thank you so much, because he retweeted it early. He retweeted it early, and he's like, nah, you lot smashed it, you lot did that. So hopefully, man, we'll, it'll be amazing to get him on the pod. Big facts, bro. It'll be amazing that's to it. get him on the pod. That's- I see Mr. IFL, King Cassius, bro. He put it on his Instagram page. I said, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Even had a little comment, little back and forth with him as well, bro. And he's like, no, nah, well done. You lot smashed it. So this is it, bro. Like, that's mm. nice. That's nice. That that was a, um, what a week. And I know there's more stuff to talk about. So we should really do our, like, intros so then we can kind yeah, of talk about Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, let's get into it. Yo, bro, what's your tale of the tape, fam? Gee, you know me, still, oh, I know, never fought, never lost. But if I did, someone gets knocked out and it's not me, fam. <laughs> nice and swift, nice and smooth. Big man, what is Incredible your tale stuff. of the tape, bruv? What can I say, bro? Two and all. Do you yeah. know what I mean? God made a few things perfect in this world and one of those is my boxing record. Woo! <laughs> 50% knockout rate, half the men that entered the ring with me, they left on their back. That's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did, fam. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's get straight into comments because I'm really ready to chop things up. Like, there's so much. Oh, snap. Like I forgot about comments. About. Right, let me get yeah, these up. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into comments. Very important. Just for the culture and ourselves, really. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Shouts out to everyone that was in the Monday Night Smoke, man. That was a dope what Monday it? Night Smoke this week, bro. Here you go. We had you... Dan Aziz, Denzel Bentley. Go on. It's mad. Sorry. But yeah, you're saying who we had. We had, yeah, we yeah. had the man name. It was incredible, man. Um... But more so than that, like it's the it's the callers, fam. Like, oh, it's the best. Everyone's the, best. The, the funny thing is, and you know what's mad? Like when it gets into the war and smoke, anyone can get it. But there's a it's love hilarious. in the community, though. That's what's mad. So man will get moved to, but then 
Man will still embrace man and just show man love anyway. I love that. What? I love what? that. Um, so anyway, let's go. Um, comment here from BP1 says, KG's face anytime Dubois gets mentioned finishes me every time. I don't even know what face I'm making. But... Fam. Um, let me read another one since we're on the Dubois thing. Dockers22 says, so if Kate Dubois catches KG on site, <laughs> fam, man like Triple D, he needs to double down still. DD for now, mad. Um, Bro, it's mad. Eddie Metcalf, he goes, I've got to subscribe to you guys. You guys are jokes. I loved, he goes, you're like the, a cross between Top Gear, Counter Punch and BFV. Keep it up. Oh, wow. I don't know what BFV is, but I appreciate that comment, bro. I appreciate that. So <laughs> it sounds like a, I don't know what that is as well, but it sounds good, bro. Man said Top Gear, let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> um, Bruce Kai says, as always, completely agree with um, um, Trav and KG. Ari, um, Ebony and um, Shannon. I thought Ebony did enough, but um, slightly impressed that Shannon stayed in there and kept it a great fight. Very yeah. true. Um, um, go on from Chill Out 4-7 here. He goes, AJ versus Fury. Mental preparation will be crucial in this fight. The psychology warfare Fury brings, and if he succeeds or fails to get in Joshua's head, will decide the outcome. I looked at Fury's toughest test versus Klitschko. He had him beat mentally before the bell, and he kept him second-guessing himself with Fury coasting the rounds to victory. AJ, on the other hand, hasn't needed mind games at top level. All of his opponents, in brackets, Klitschko, Povetkin, Wyatt, Ruiz, Parker, they've been mentally and physically up for it with nothing to lose and everything to gain. Difficult fights. I believe Fury needs that mental edge more than anyone in the heavyweight division. And once he steps up to a high-level fighter who he can't break down mentally and who just doesn't give a crap, then he's getting KO'd. And I believe AJ is that guy. It's just one man's opinion. Wow. Boy. Listen, I've got something for you, bro, Travis. I didn't even know that this was here, fam. I would have told you, like, I would have set this up as a fight or something. Anyway, King of Elenia, um, 1864 says, Trav doesn't want it in America because he knows AJ will quit to another bum like Fury. Oh, this is uh, another one of my trolls. Oh, yeah? He's been, he's been getting at me for a long time. Oh, sweet down. I don't even know what I said to make him say that I wouldn't want the fight to be in America. For me, the fight doesn't make sense being in America. That's just why why I say that. So I'm like, why would they really fight in Texas or in in one of these places in America? Because I'm like, one, it's a it's a British thing. So if it's not going to be in the UK, go where the most money is. And if yeah. the most money isn't in America, then I don't see the sense in it being out in America because it won't even be Vegas. Yeah, it's dope. That's that's yeah, just why I say a, that. You're making a great point. Listen, Trav, I want to get mm. into the. Let's get into the show, bro. All right, Puneet dropped a hell Ooh. of a comment in this. Go on, let's put respect on Puneet's name. Yeah, let me give that one still. So he's like, on women's boxing, one way to improve the product is to let the women have three-minute rounds. I haven't heard one reason why women have two-minute rounds. Thank you. We should learn from tennis. Five-set matches are more excited than three. Three set is because momentum can switch. The only reason men's tennis is a better product than women's is because of the format, not because of the skill of the players. For casuals, there will always be the stupid time and motion argument. Boxers don't get paid overtime. So if there's a quick KO, that's just what it is. But a three-minute rounds, but three-minute rounds aren't about putting in the same effort. They're about giving boxers the same time to set traps, test the endurance, and think for themselves about the corner in their air. Only Eddie's made any progress on women's boxing, and it's largely been on Katie Taylor. Mm. He can't magic up credible opposition if the talent pool isn't there already. So we might just have to accept that it will take a while. Until then, women's boxing has to be more visible and it has to have great fights. Yeah. And they might have to meet the same opponents many times because that's just what it is yeah. for women right now. 
Okay, because I don't see it as patronizing as long as the fighters are getting to test themselves and put on a good show. 100%. The Courtney Bridges fight wasn't great quality, but it was great entertainment, and that's enough at this stage. As for MMA, the UFC fans have accepted women's fighters as an equally good product. There are good reasons and questionable ones. The good, the product is the same. Same length, same number of rounds, and the talent pool, the talent pool isn't much shallower than the men's. That's partly because MMA is young and compared to boxing, and really most of the men's division aren't that stacked either. Instead, the UFC invests more in narratives. That's okay for a bit, but it gets tiring when someone is the greatest ever to do it and quote-unquote outstanding. Ronda Rousey was not a good MMA fighter. She was a judoka who could pop an armbar. That was her whole MMA game. One-trick pony, and when she got found out, she left for quote-unquote pro wrestling. But they still talk about her being a great. She got the numbers because fans bought the narrative and they sold her on sex appeal. Male fighters seldom have to do that, especially not in the UFC. Pretty boys like Ryan Garcia are few and far between. And even when they are good looking, they don't rely on that to get numbers. When women fighters aren't having to do sexy photo shoots, we can say that they are truly equal to the men in the sport. When you look at the UFC roster, it's made up with not only solid fighters, but also lookers. Some are clearly uncomfortable with it. You can see, uh, you won't see the Ariane Queen of Violence Lipsky or, or Michelle the Karate Hottie waters and doing lingerie shoots, but they, are, but they are sold on their looks. They might accept it as a necessary evil, but they are martial artists first. It's not like Ramla Ali and Tasha Jonas are hard on the eyes, and if they want to pursue that glamour route, that's their choice. But I get why Courtney has a problem with it. I'm asking whether objectifying women is any way to ensure quality. Selling yourself is a part of boxing, but you have to be comfortable with what you sell. If it's wow. your looks, that shouldn't be because you were coerced into it by your promoter or your manager. I can't see that coercion attracting more women to the sport itself. There are easier ways to profit from your looks than a boxer's life. Being uh, boxer's life and being a boxer is a hard lifestyle. Plus, we're not only talking about women boxers, but also female boxing fans. If we think that women's boxing is only to serve the male audience, we've got it wrong from the beginning. Of course, we'll, we'll look at beautiful women, but asking two people to hit each other for us because we fancy them is just weird. All power to Ebony and to all boxers making their way in the sport. Sex still sells, but let's not create a monster, or we might as well just focus on the ring girls and let them do their thing without getting physically hurt. I've got way more time for women's boxing bringing new fans to the sport than pay-per-view YouTubers. And that is why Puni is a legend, bruv. And that's why, like, like, listen. Well he, said. Wait, you got to put respect on his name, bro, because when he, when he says it, it's said. It's real. It's, it's very said, real. Do you know what I mean? And it, there's so many points in there that I had to think about, you know, and um, this literally, I, I say that, Women's boxing is in a it's in a, it's in a very weird place. It's in a very mm. weird place, but I just say it's on the prefaces of being here and here to stay, you know, and really bringing in an, a whole new audience. That's the point that I was making. And as he says, it's not just the male eyes; it's talking about the female audience as well. We're actually seeing more females talking about this sport. I've seen like a a female like um, podcast. Yeah, chatting about boxing, you know what I mean. That October was on like not too long ago. Mm. Like that was nice. We're we're talking about things that little bits are happening, and there's more people yeah. chatting. And I think it needs to be normalized. It does need to be normalized, and that's why I went crazy with the Clarissa. To give her what she wants, not give her what she wants, but pay her over the odds just to yeah. say that hey, ladies, there's money over here. It's and, like. You know, it's it's like with the AJ and Fury negotiations. Yeah. You know, there's not going to be too much push and pull because it's like, in my opinion, the money you guys are going to make together 
can only be made to give up. Yeah. So whilst you're going to say this, you're going to say that. It's like, no, nah, you men are going to have to give each other what each other wants to make yeah. this thing work. And so it's like with the Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall fight, if they give that energy in the promotion, that fight could potentially headline. Or if not headline, chief support. It can headline. Honestly, I think, yeah, I agree with that. But I think chief support to, to, to guarantee more eyes as well. Yeah, like, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. that on the undercard of a Fury AJ. Oh, my God. You, That's going to give done, us the value done, that we're looking we'll for. We'll get all the value that we needed. And it will, so. and, and there will be a rematch where the rematch can just be as is. And it doesn't have to be um on the back of an AJ card. It's like, or any card. It could just be like, here we go. You know, that's, yeah. now you're talking. That was, mm. that's that's a great idea. Because then you say in the rematch, we saw it was, the sparks are flying. That's Let's right. go. Like, anyway, mm. onto like, onto, onto new conversations, bro. Let's do it. We're here to pod today. So I'm going to oh, ring yeah. the bell. All right, so um, let's just let's do this um, Jake Paul conversation. All right, cool. Let's um, run it. Let's run it. So he knocked out Ben Askren, fam. What the hell is Ben Askren? I mean, I, I I feel like I've been saying this. Do you know what I mean like about him knocking him out or battering him? Because I'm like boxing, boxing and MMA. There's no boxing is not one of those sports where transferable skills. It, it doesn't happen like that. Yeah. Don't tell me you're good at UFC and you should be able to box. If you ain't been boxing, you can't box. I'm not going to assume yeah. anything. So when I'm seeing this fight, what let me know that the, this wasn't going to go right was the training videos yeah. and then how his body looked for the weight. Oh, my God. When I'm seeing you show up with the dad belly, I'm like, yeah, a you're here of, to a make peace. professionalism, though. That's what it comes down to. I look at that and I say, you know what? He let himself down. He let his... Kim, um, the UFC community down, like he let a lot of men down because at least make it. You're, he's made it harder for the next person to come in and take that check. Now, I'm saying if you say that Jake Paul's gonna fight a UFC person immediately, I'm gonna be like, I don't care. You know, so sometimes it's like you you done the like the money grab, but at what cost? You know, because now can we believe in? Are we gonna believe in the Jake Paul product? And I think Jake Paul almost is. I don't. Done himself harm in that. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad. What do you mean? Talk to me. Like you're saying, like messing up the products, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think he did that. I think he just made the MMA community look a bit nuts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like your guy got sparked out in one round. It looks awful. Like a lot of MMA guys came out to say, you know, he's not the best striker. He's not this and that. But it's like fair enough. But come on, you're still a pro fighter. Do you know what I mean? And but you know, you, you, take real blows to the face, like elbows and everything. That's what, what I'm saying. It? So that 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 gives Jake Paul the ammunition to be like, listen, I'm taking this seriously. It's crazy though, because I think what's gonna happen is Jake Paul's gonna give us more of this. He ain't yeah. fighting a real fighter for a good while. Yeah. You can do that though, because he what is he how many what is he two fights, two, three fights in? Two, three. Well, let's see. He fought. Um, what do you call this brother? KSI's brother, Deji. I don't know how they sanction that. Cause I know Deji, Deji went the same way. And what's mad is Deji. Deji bloodied him up more than Askren did. Did he bloody him up? Just a little, um, little bloody nose and that. Madness. So and yeah, Deji. Deji I think he lasted longer, didn't it? Deji's so Deji. Trash. And he fought the other YouTuber Van Gibb or something like that. I can't yeah. remember. I don't know the name. Then he fought Nate Robinson, and now he's beat Ben Askren. It's it's. It, it's going to come to a head at some point. Yeah, so he he's now looking at... It's like, what's next? That's the that's the question I always ask myself. Like, 
what what kind of what fight does he need? Does he does Conor because one fight that does excite me just out of just I love to see how stupid it gets is a YouTuber versus like him versus Conor McGregor just because the weight is too much though. I know, but no, but then man, no, no one's serious. But he's thirty. He's like thirteen and a half stone. That's that's big compared to Conor. Conor, Conor was what one forty something pounds. That's yeah. like fifty pounds, fam. I hate no, but again, like you see with these men, yeah, not like you're on some catchweight thing, but these men are not like no one here serious. Con, I don't even think Conor um, McGregor takes um, combat sports serious anymore. From when he's had that after that Mayweather fight, after that Mayweather fight is like I've made yeah. all the money in the world. Um, the Khabib was a mad thing anyway. But after just having certain fights, he said to himself, you know what? I'm in this for what I can get from this game. Can he get the most YouTube, like the, the most dirtiest YouTube following in the world from doing this? Yes. Can it be, will it be the most um, watched fight in terms of these communities bringing them together? Hell yes. Because now what's happening with Jake Paul is people are waiting to see Jake Paul get knocked out. People are like, people can't wait to see it. You know what I mean? There's there's a there's an element of people saying, I don't like him. I don't like him. Don't yeah. like his brother. Someone knock him out. You know? How do you, how do you feel about him? I'm indifferent to him. I don't care. He doesn't, I, I don't think about him. Like, unless there's, I actually do not think about him. Like, That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Like, yeah. I see a lot of really strong takes about how they can't stand what he's doing to I'm like, I don't feel like that at all. I don't feel this, anything. Not passionate about this at all because I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh, I like, if anything, I like what he's pushing people to think about. Yeah. He's pushing fighters and people behind boxing to think about production and followings and appealing to audiences. Yeah. Because let's be real, the boxing business is what's getting in the way of the, the, the wider success that boxing has. Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? So, you know, the fights ain't being made. People are having to wait years for an obvious fight to be made. Mm -hmm. But we've got to watch you do that over there, watch you do that over there, and follow your post-fight interviews and forever more nonsense. So now we have someone who's just like, well, I've not done any of the stuff you men have done, and I've done 1.6 million buys. Whether or not that's true, Mm -hmm. it it forces everyone to say, all right, you know, we need to probably get ourselves back in order and, and get the thing, the, the the product correct again. Yeah. yeah. So I like what he's forcing these men to think about. You know what? Like, end of the day, Jake Paul's going to keep Jake Paul in, in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And hopefully it turns into something that's going to really spark my attention. Nate Robinson, what a night. I won't forget that. That was a Mike Tyson night, though, to be fair. So we got... They remember they came off the back of the Tyson Jones. Oh yeah, they did, didn't it? So that's why we stayed up. I'll be honest with you, I I didn't stay up for the Aspirin fight. Hell no, no desire. Hell no. I watched that in the morning, fam. Caught that in the morning. Who's staying up for that nonsense? That's what I'm saying. But yeah. if they put Tyson and someone else on there, I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I imagine that Jake Paul's community was there. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a different group. Yeah, that's not pushed to me. That's no, fine. No, no, that's not. Let's go into um, talk to me. Yeah, so Andrade Williams this weekend. That was oh, a good fight. That's a good fight. Very good fight. Um, Andrade showed that he's on the can um, not sorry on the Billy Joe Saunders level. He showed me that you know that's the next that's the fight that I really want to see. Not really Billy. Um, I can agree with that. I feel like that's the perfect warm up for either of them 
to get them to say, are you ready to mix but, it? But, you know, but, I mean, you're saying that, like, the Billy Joe and Canelo fight is not, like, confirmed. That's happening on May 8th. I know. That's a problem for me, that it's happening on uh, May 8th. Nah, you know, I've, I don't I don't think it's a problem. I think this fight should have happened a long time ago. That It happened. This is the issue. That's the problem for me. You know when we're talking about... There's a video of us in some mad... Um, oh, yeah. Thing. Motor video. A mad video. Vi- yeah. yeah. And there was a moment when we were talking about um, Billy Joe Saunders. Active Billy Joe. Some time back where... 160. 160 Billy Joe. Very... There you go. There was a time or two... And then that Billy Joe was different. Now yeah, we're both we're both saying that we think he beats he can beat Canelo yeah, and Triple yeah, yeah. G. That trip that that Billy Joe was different. Now we've gone further down the line, and Canelo not only's had the fight with Triple G, but he's had a lot more fights off the back of that and been the main show. Yeah, we're not fighting the same Canelo anymore. Yeah, that's my issue. We're, we're, we're fighting heavily. You know, I don't. I'm not going to get into that that typical old conversation about the beef thing we're, but we're fighting a very charged up Canelo with a different belief with a different he's belief beat, he's gone up and beat man he's come down and beat man like he's battering everybody like there you go this is prime Canelo prime right Canelo. now that's right so it's it's very tough I mean I, I do believe he might be the best suited person to do it yeah because he's his whole thing is not based on all right I've got to catch I'll catch him I'll yeah. catch him because you're not catching Canelo is a proper tough thing, and then on top of that, you actually have to make it count. Yeah. Like, so I think he can box in less than him, because I imagine he's got quicker feet than Canelo. Going to give Canelo a boxing level? Boxing? No, level. as in, as in, as in he. If anyone's going to be able to do it that way, that it's going to be him. Like, so my thing is quicker feet than Canelo. Canelo ain't really got quick feet like that. Yeah. Canelo is quite methodical with how he comes forward. He comes forward and he, yeah, you know I mean, inches and yeah. seconds. Whereas Billy Joel can keep it moving. And if Billy Joel can get back to that prime form where, you know, he looked as good as he did but that, that, that night when he fought Lemieux, yeah. then I say, yo, we, it could but be a very long, interesting Look fight. how long you have to go back to, to, to talk about that. That's that's too long ago. And even, um, let me one second. I'm trying to, rem- that's it. So I remember Callum Smith, yeah, was someone I would have said, Technically sound, he. I would have said if anyone would have been a nice fight for Canelo at a time. Not Callum Smith took had a few fights where you're like, oh, that wasn't a good but, showing. But Go to defend Callum Smith, yeah, he didn't have a long camp. Even still, but Ke- typical Smith, typical Canelo yeah. to give these men the short camps. Then you, but then he asked himself, um, Callum Smith versus Ryder. I don't think Callum Smith even like remember. No, that? I, I agree with that fight. So, I, I don't think he won that fight myself. There you go. So but, you go into that but Canelo, fight. But Canelo's career is is filled with a lot of these dubious short camps, late notice, short notice. That He's got a lot of these stars against a lot of his wins as well. But now look at this, though. And I, I hear what you're saying, yeah? But then you look at Callum Smith's record. You see Callum Smith for, um, let's say in 2019, he fought yeah. in what? June, yeah? The next time he went out was against Ryder in, um, what do you call it? In November. Yeah. Then the next time he fights again is December next year, bro. Like mm. this is what I'm talking about. This and this is is sim- not saying a similar with um Billy Joe, but it's just saying you gotta be more you gotta be more active going in in there against someone because I don't like the exclusive I wasn't ready. Did, did, like, I don't think I don't think um Billy Joe's gonna come with that. 
No, but you can say that I haven't acted the same way we talk about the Tyson Fury um, excuse that's already locked in. Ah, he hasn't had any warm up tune up fights. Do you know what I mean? Literally, this guy, Billy Joe Saunders, is not tuned up enough. How but they say for me, but but people got Billy Joe Saunders down in the same way, kind of like he'll be there for the big fight. He'll be there for the big fight. Like they, anytime he has a performance and he doesn't look great, they're just like, you know, you put him in with a top level of caliber opponent, he'll be there. So they, I don't think he gets to have the excuse of, oh, I wasn't active. I think, yo, this is the big fight you've been screaming about wanting. No excuses. If he wins it, like, I will take my hat off to him, literally, and I'll wear a hat. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I like because I, I, it's one of those fights that I just don't see it for him. Um, I don't not- think he's done the correct correct preparation, but who who knows? He knows, innit? Martin but Murray, he- does that Martin Murray prepare you for Canelo? Nah, nah. He's if he's a big proponent guy, this will be the fight that wakes you up. After this, there's no excuses. Yeah. But what I don't like is that obviously in the interview, Billy Joe was saying how you know he wanted to have and he agreed that there'd be an English judge, an American judge, and a Mexican judge. Yeah. He's now recently heard that there's no English judges allowed. That's not- so it's like the writing's on the wall for what that scorecard might look like still. So. I don't this know how that affects your preparation mentally. And this is it now. And if you go down to it, out of 30 fights, only 14 KOs, bro, from Billy Joe Saunders. He's, so not, that's a telling, he's not a banger. He's, that's telling me his points. You, How are you going to go and get a points decision in Vegas? That is the maddest place to go for that. Like It's it's going to have to be so obvious. So, and how you... Um, what are we asking? Look what we're asking for. We're yeah, asking... No. We're Triple G... Should have got the points decision in the first one. It never happened. Are you telling me that Billy Joe Saunders is going to have Triple G work rate? Yes, very it's looking techie. Nuts. It's looking nuts. Um, again, I just hope that he does a performance that he can leave with his head held high. I'd like, him, I'd I, like to see him win. I like Billy Joe. I do. I, I'd like to see him win. And, 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 more import- and, and not more importantly, but I really want to see... The Eubank Jr. rematch. Oh, I love their rivalry, bruv. I think it's the best. I think it's amazing. I'd love to see them fight two more times. No, but you can get that again without him without him winning. No, I know, but I just I, I want the stakes to be higher because Okay, okay, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, um, Eubank Jr. and Billy Joe for a title. Oh, fam. You know what? Billy Joe Saunders would be a funny champion to watch. This is I I'm here for the entertaining champ. But I do like Canelo, though. And Canelo's English is coming a long way, bro. Like, a long, yeah. long way. Like, he fully can speak English if he wants to. Yeah, now, this is less about Canelo than it is about more of me wanting that beef to be out of control. I want Billy Joe and Eubank Jr. to fight two more times just so that we can get the press conference and the post-conference and the... Ah, oh, bro, I love their beef. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, I'm always going to try and back the home fighter in it. And end of the day, Billy Joe Saunders... That would be mad. I haven't even found in the world when Billy Joe is literally holding all of Canelo's belts. What oh, is that? Oh my what God, is bro. that? That boxing's on his head. What does that look like? Tell you. That May, what's that, May 8th? The rematch in the UK with Canelo fighting in the UK. I had, okay. You know. I'm, as, I'm not getting too ahead of myself even on what I'm that a looks Canelo like. Fan, even though I'm a Canelo fan, I'd love to see it. Oh, bro, come on. Come on, how that can you not? That feels mad, that feels mad. Canelo in the UK to get his belts back, amazing. I love it. It'd be wonderful, bruv. 
Right. And it's like, that's the upper cut. That's the shake-up that we need, man. But Does it let's look at this. Go on, carry on, carry on. No, I was going to say, I think we need it. Do you think so? I, I don't just want Canelo to beat up everybody until the rest of the time. No, fam, come back and have a rematch. Get your belt back off of someone else. It would be kind of cool, innit? It'd be dope. Ah, oh, you got me, bro. But it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We're guessing ourselves for no reason. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll see. I'm not hopeful. Yeah. But guess who's back, though? Talk to me. Evander Holyfield, fam. I heard that Tyson turned down some money. Fam, Tyson turned Tyson. down some money, apparently. But Evander Holyfield is back to fight this guy called McBride. Kevin McBride. He's the one that actually beat Mike Tyson. Yeah. And I'm watching this. I'm, I'm, it's mad. I'm watching Holyfield. Holyfield's like, what's Hol- Holyfield's like, what, 58? Yeah. It's, you know, you know when one of the things that you look at and you think, I don't want this to be good. I don't want this to continue happening. Like, I'm not really excited by what this is going to look like. Yeah, 58 years old. And, they, and it's mad because they did like a press conference and the whole time they just talked about Tyson. Useless. Absolutely useless. The whole time they just sat there chatting about Tyson and it's just like, you know, what what does this look like afterwards if say you win and, you know, Mike Tyson, you know, we want to get the Tyson. Everybody wants the Tyson fight, fam. Yeah. But then Tyson's made himself the cash cow <laughs> in his in his 50s or however old he is now. I'm surprised that Holyfield's chasing down Tyson, though. Or is it just the money? Like, what is I that think, about? I think he's got. I think he's got money issues. I'll be honest. Do I think there are some money issues right now for Holyfield because his his level of desperation for how bad he wants that fight was crazy, bruv. But twenty five million, I'll fight a lot of men in my fifties. Yeah, of course. I mean, he would never have imagined another payday like that coming back around. So, so why not? But do the people want to see him and Tyson that bad for twenty five mil? Fam, do you uh, want to see it? Do you want to see? I I could deal without it. Like I saw Roy I, Jones versus Tyson. I was like, mm. yeah. I mean, you know what my thing is. I know Holyfield's gonna come to fight for real, and I okay. think that's the part that these guys. I don't think they're. I don't think Tyson's keen on that yeah. because I think Tyson. I think Holyfield is still very much gonna have similar ingredients to what he had when he was, you know, where he was just brutally tough. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For his age. And I don't think Tyson's really... Because we saw what Tyson and Roy Jones... That man had a nice little handshake agreement. I ain't gonna hurt you. Yeah. Don't hurt me. That's what it is. Whereas I think once you start mixing with guys like Holyfield and Lewis, I don't think the men are, are, are shaking them hands on those those little agreements there. Yeah. I think I think they both come into those fights with basically... As long as I don't get hurt. If I get hurt, it's on. Mm. You think Lewis is taking a shot and looking at man like, bro, you said we weren't serious. And then they're raising gloves and it's like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, Let's yeah, back yeah, to the... Yeah, nah, yeah. bro, he's clocking, man. And I don't think the, I don't think Tyson really wants to be... We'll know what that. happens with Holyfield with the McBride fight. If he goes yeah. in there and he's moving mad, then it might spark my interest. Because all I need to see is a few punches thrown. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm here now, innit? Do you know what I mean? And like, I know what I'm like. I'm, I'm terrible, bro. So if I see that he... He turns up with smoke for McBride. I say, yeah. you know what? If you don't want to run it, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, my thing is this year. I'm happy for them to come and just do light sparring, like how Tyson and Jones did. Yeah, you know, you know why? Because their legacies are they're they're cemented. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? I'm happy to see the old the old lion come out and get paid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because. Yeah. He's obviously not trying to come out for a new title shot and call out AJ and them, man. This is clearly what it is on the on the tin. Oh, bro, I wouldn't want to see that at all, bro. That'd be awful. That's horrible. That's horrible. 
That'd be awful. Yeah, yeah, that's look like end of the day. Um, Vanda, get your money, fam. As no, as as Eubank says, you have to question why a man comes back to the world, fam. And you know what I mean, like. Get You're piece. back at the world, get the peas, man. And I hope you get enough to never come back to the well ever again, fam. But um right. so I'll... let's 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 get to the meat and bones. Tunde Jai, Anthony Yard. These men came out, they've dropped another video. The video that we've been waiting for. Do you know respect to the interviewer? First things first. Oh yeah, Antoine. Antoine, let me let me round of applause for him. Hundred, hundred. Antoine, he did good. Antoine quality interview, bruv. Quality interview. <laughs> I saw somebody comment on his on the on the thing saying, "Ah, oh, this was a quality interview," and he he commented back with mad vim, fam. I came back and said, "Well, you know, I am a professional interviewer, so you know, no disrespect to any of these other YouTubers, but you know, it should be a level above." <laughs> I looked at the comment, I thought to myself, "Bloody hell, bro. <laughs> That's a crazy response, bro. <laughs> But nah, it was he, he did his thing with that interview, bro. He did his thing, and you know, um, what I what I liked um, was the fact that the hard question, you know, um, there was a few in there, or there was there was questions that needed to be asked, and he did ask. Yeah, them. you know, I didn't I didn't go away from that interview. Um, it wasn't a safe interview where men's just like it was on safe. the payroll, clips afraid to ask the, the, the proper questions. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a nice watch. So um ratings and respect for that, but let's get into it. Because mm. me and you, um I I harken back. <laughs> yeah. I harken back into um the Kovalev fight. Yeah. yeah. And I, I I mentioned, you know, um mistakes being made or mistakes that I could see. And the comeback was, it wasn't really a comeback. It was more or less so like, nah, like, you don't know what you're talking. Like, I, I heard, what I felt was, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, everything's fine over here. It was just a quick mistake. Like, we almost guessed out, but we could have oh, had when him. We, when we spoke to Tunde the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. We could have yeah, had yeah. him, we could have had him, like, whatever, like, da-da-da-da-da, like, where I've about- taken Ant to the mountaintop. Yeah, I've taken right. it out. We've made peas. We've done this. There There's you go. a lot of that. Got a lot of that talk. Then we had Lyndon, and then then I said, "This is why I said I, I even said it to the, the man I'm on a pod. People know I said, you know what? Because I learned about the relationship between um, boxer and trainer after sitting down with Tony. I said, all right, cool. Like, not after Spencer. Because remember the explosive That's Spencer right. episode. That's I was, right. Because I was I was a bit confused with the energy that Spencer came with. I was like, I don't understand. And he used to, he now introduced boxer... Another um, dynamic. Boxer thingy, um, thingy dynamic, and I'm just a fan. I don't care. Like, I'll watch it and be like, I will talk mm. from a total fan perspective, not taking in... There's levels to The human dynamics of it all, the and human... then the politics that these men would deal with. There you go. Yeah. So now I, I, I heard that. So I said, you know what? With Yard... I'm going to give him five fights. You remember that. I said five fights. After those five fights, I'll know where I stand with Yard. Yeah? We're going. We didn't get to five fights. We got to... There was another fight that he posted had somewhere in Portugal or something. And then there was the... Um, oh, yeah. Then there was the... Um, the Arthur fight. Linden. Yeah. 
Then there was the Linden. Um, shit, I need to answer that phone call. By the way, stay on the line. I think my friends getting into. I think my friends getting into labour. I just want to make sure everything's fine. One second, please, Lord, let this be a good call. We in labour. What? She arrived. Is she okay? She did. Shut up. <laughs> oh my god. All right, listen, because I'm just literally, I'm live putting, I'm doing a live podcast right now, but it's, it's recording. I am like, I just need to make sure that everything was fine. You wasn't going to tell me a madness. Are we okay? Amen. Oh, all right. It's fine. It is well. Oh my God. All right. Um, yeah, we're going to talk. All right, I'm going to call you straight after this. All right, shit. Yo, my friend's had two miscarriages. And then she's like, yeah, she gave birth. She's the baby's early, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know when you like... That call was scary as hell. Like I tried to just let it go. Yeah. I couldn't, yeah. But um, yeah. Well, All right. That's good news, man. Thank God, thank God. All right. Um shit. Where was we? I can't remember. We was talking about um that's it. Um that's it, the fire relationship. Cool. Um so just a little information, a little note for Wale. Um yeah, is that 38? Just before 38, so I've done a madness for the last last two minutes. Just say 36, so it was, yeah. Yeah, 36 to 38. All right, cool. So as Spencer comes in, and we have that thing about, you know, the relationship with the fire. Then the cult, Then we have the loss to Linden. I said I wasn't going to get involved and talk about... Just before the, the, the Linden fight, there was the Dex Bellman fight. And yeah. that was like a decent measuring stick because, you know, people saying, oh, I come back to British level, so he's come back. Beat up Dex Stump, Dex Bellman. Yeah. Now men are like, okay, he's clearly, yeah. I mean, he, these were these were names people were throwing out there before. Got through him. Yeah. You know I mean, it wasn't no long thing. Linden yeah. Arthur next now. Now it's so, Linden Arthur. Now in yeah. the Linden Arthur fight, I said, look, guys, you he was fighting at one level. He's gone down. Yeah. He's fighting at world level. He's gone down to British level. This is easy work. Yeah. This should be. This should be a show. I should see something and say, wow, what did I just see? It's unfair. He shouldn't even be competing with these men. I didn't see that. Yeah, and I was trying to raise this thing. I was trying to say this, and I was met with the same things, like, you don't know who you're talking about, da 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 But finally, when I watched that podcast or that interview, I hear accountability. And I said, my biggest issue with, um, with both of them in the camp is no one's taking accountability you don't know you've done something wrong until you and say it's been wrong and finally i saw they said i've made mistakes yard said i have made mistakes so it's not tunde's fault I, i've never been in the camp of 
bless blame Tunde. I've been in the camp of saying, this is wrong. This whole picture, whatever you want to call it, the fact that you're not sparring properly, the fact that you're um, you're guessing out or you can't deal with a jab, all of this is wrong. The fact that you don't recognise that, um, that you're losing in this fight is wrong. Even the fact... Like, so I was arguing when, when at the end of the interview and Tuna's like, we still won that. No, you didn't. You didn't. Because there's levels. You, I should see, it should be clear as night that, um, clear as day, sorry, that you won that. And it wasn't clear. That's a problem for me. Well, go ahead. Mm. Yeah, I, I, like you say, because I think whenever we've spoken to Tunde, one thing that's been pretty much consistent was the, the inability to concede that, something isn't right or whether something was wrong, acknowledging something was wrong or acknowledging something simply just wasn't good enough. Yes. We've not ever really had that from Tunde. Tunde will tell you straight, but what next level? We've been to the top. We've done this. He got the most money, added that still. Do you know what I mean? Those responses, very polarizing character when he gets into that mood. Do you know what I mean? And I think this was the first time Tunde has allowed us to see him saying we we didn't get everything right. It's we fantastic. lack experience. It's fantastic. We've, we're trying to address that. This is Anthony Yard's business. I'm in the business of Anthony Yard. Oh. That was key for me. Yeah. Because up until this point, it's been very clear that this is the, the Tunde and, and, and Yard show. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's a good act in terms of, you know, Yard is the more reserved personality. Yeah. Tunde is the loud one. And it's a, it's a double act of things. Yeah. Remember the weigh-ins? Yeah. Yard was standing there, Tunde over the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, letting yeah. you know. It's like, you're not just fighting Yard in there, you're fighting me too. Yeah. Like, these theatrics created the image that allowed them to get the attention. But now, it sounds like Yard and everybody, like people around, they're like, I want to get back to the boxing. I don't really want to be doing all of that stuff. And not just which, that. Which so makes me harken back to the last episode when we speculated on the picture going up and then the picture coming down. Yes. Could we that that says we're not doing that no more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because now when, when he sits there and he says, you know, whenever I speak, I'll say what Yard says, like how I used to, like how it was in the beginning. That says to me, okay, so there has been a, a fundamental change what within this there? dynamic. And I think humility is what Tunde has showed on this thing. So and now we're gonna incredible. see what that looks like. And humility is a strength. There's some people look at humility in a bad way. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, there's something to gain from saying, I don't know it yet. You know what I mean? That's right. There's something right. to gain to say, because that means you're willing to learn. You're open to learning. You asked him the question, you asked him the key question, would you step aside or bring someone else in for the benefit of the fighter? And when you asked that question that time, it wasn't the right time. He was never ready to hear it. You saw the response. It was such a harsh, not a harsh response, but... The response was yeah, like, what, what I said, to show him? There you go. Yeah, I said, I said to him, I said, um, if you got to a point where you felt like you weren't the right trainer to take him to the next level, would you step aside? And it's like, why would I have to step aside? Mm. Why does the trainer need to go when you could bring someone else in? And da -da -da? it was that. It was like, very it been, much I, like I, coming it back. It wasn't a bring someone else in talk. It was, we don't need to do that. We've done yeah. this, 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 and this. Now we finally got bring someone else in, but this person's going to have a voice. And I really wanted to see. It's a shame that the fight's been called off. Yeah, we're messing yeah. around on Monday Night Smoke, but I wanted to see what that dynamic looks like. I don't know anything about Cook, so I wanted to see 
Um, yeah, that's the thing. Same here. I don't know anything about James Cook, but yeah, people would... speak highly of him. Yeah, but I wanted to see yeah. what that and looks also... like in terms of the dynamic between the two of them because it's all fair. It's all fair saying, hey, this person's here. It's a different thing when it's the corner and the round hasn't gone the way we expected. And then we hear two Reverse voices. Types. When we hear voices that we're not used to hearing. That's right. That's or right. who's going to sit back? Who's going to be... Because I know Tunde's still the main voice, but there's still a new voice. Yeah, yeah. What does that look and like? It's, and it's an interesting one because you can see that the way Yard likes to operate is a very personal relationships are kind of the leader of how things move with him. And I respect that to a degree. Do you know what I mean? I respect that in terms of a man and his principles way. But in terms of, say, business, I don't have the same respect for it. Do you know what I mean? I, I even myself, I'm, when it comes to business, I'm not personal at all. Yeah. Now, the reason why I'm, I'm mentioning this is more to do with the fact that when he mentioned, oh, you know, he's from the same area that he grew up in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that says to me, this person is, you know, someone that you already know and that kind of stuff. The thing is, I, I like that and I respect when people are honest and truthful to, to be that way. But I also have, I probably hold a bit more respect for someone who's willing to just fly out and be around someone who they just know is the best. I don't need to know you. Do you know what I mean? I don't need to be a friend of you. I'm here to do a job. And this is what this thing is. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's just, people are going to do what matches up with their personality types. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously we can only compare right now with Watsi flying out to be a Virgil Hunter. Yeah, and we don't even know. What we don't know what that's going to look like. We don't know what that's going to yield. We don't know if that's actually going to be something. But it's, it's crazy because, you know, and again, I always have to give it back to respect to Craig Richards because... Him making, he's shaking up the scene. Craig doing what he's doing. If Craig, let's say Craig captures those titles, yeah? Yeah. Now we're going to get more, like, the the fights that we've been waiting for, we're going to get them. We're going to get some great... But you know what fights. I think, though? You know what I think, though? Talk to me. I I, I I do agree, shaking up the scene. But it is still what Yard, just, what Yard did with Kovalev. It is. It's no. It's just no. The killer is. It's probably even more dangerous. It's more dangerous. No, I think it's more dangerous. What Yard did with Kovalev was like Yard was already not that saying his pay per view, but there was something about Yard that just said he's different. You know what I mean? Just because of just how it was, how it was packaged to us. The packaging was incredible, fam. Craig ain't got that kind of packaging, so it's yeah, not like yeah. so. For him to, he has to throw himself into a madness to shake up. The funny thing is, it's only if he's successful, then we can say he's shaking up the division. Well done him, because right now, this division's going to get on and popping. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some guys, there's these British guys that all kind of know each other. They've all been in the same places, definitely had more than three conversations, and they could all fight. We even add Dan Aziz to the mix. Dan Aziz on the phone, he's saying, not, I want to get into there as well. Let's not forget Dan Aziz right now. So you say mm. right now, in Britain alone, we got some bad boys. Do you know what I mean? That know each other, the grit is there, the, the everything is there for us to say we could have an, a new golden, a new, like, I'll call it a spring. You know, of just enjoyment. Like, there's That's new right. fresh faces and we can grow with these fighters and they can all fight each other. That yes. is, for me, that's mad exciting. That's why I need, Craig to, I, I need Craig to go and do it because can you imagine what that does to the ends? Oh, 
Bro, can you imagine if he bags it, fam? That Great. excitement is going to be sky high. And he comes home with a title. Do you know what happens? Everybody, like like before, we all had this long journey of um, it's going to take four or five, not four or five years. It's going to take two years to yeah. take me. All that goes out the window. Forget two years. We're on the clock right now. And I, I, I think I love it. Craig Richards, if he bags the belt. Right, I think he he improves dramatically in his first defense. I can see that that switch going off for someone like him because yeah, yeah, he's yeah, very yeah. much like no nonsense with this dedication. Uh, no, do you know what I mean? So I can I can see that characteristic being there, and it, it does spice things up big time. It spices because Boatsy's got to say I'm back, and like it, let let's let's be real, Eddie Hearn. There's one fighter that he's put he's bet the house on. And that's Boatsy. He likes Boatsy. Boatsy's easy to work. I don't know what it is, but he chose Boatsy. If we can let, if we're honest about it, he hasn't put Boatsy in a mad fight. He wouldn't put Boatsy in this fight, even though. Well, Boatsy, Boatsy had a rough fight the last one, which you know, with the eye got mashed up. Yes, and I think that's what provoked the the desire to change. Like I saw the interview. I think Spencer even patterned the connect with him and yeah. uh, Virgil Hunter. So now he's out there clearly addressing the defensive side because it's like. We know he can go forward, but yeah. if he can't defend, you know what I mean? If you're in there with a bigger hitter, which is why when that fight did happen, when people were like, right, the Yard and Boatsy thing, I was like, one thing I never do is discount how a fighter loses before you start talking about him crazy. Because look at Sean Porter. Sean Porter loses, might lose to the elite guys, granted. But when you get in there with Sean Porter, you have 12 yeah. rounds of work to do. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that means you can outbox him and get through it. And then we say, okay, cool, you're skillful. But you didn't beat him up. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to talk about Porter like he's some nobody. Yeah. Which is my same thing with Yard. Because I'm like, cool. So a couple of men gave him a jab and he couldn't get a, figure out how to get around it. First time he got tired, second round, second time round, he didn't get hurt. But in both fights, realistically, do you know what I mean? The no, whole of fight with that guessing out, that was clearly for I hate what you're saying, but it's But my thing is, no one's beating up Yard. No, no one's who have you seen no, back him up. It's different. It's different because again, when you talk about Porter, you're talking about someone that Porter Porter's way of getting busy. I'm talking Porter's um, punch variation. All the stuff that he's doing in the ring is completely different to anything we've seen Yard bring. So that's why I will never bought Yard. No, it, it's it's just it's just a similar example. Because no, but I the get fact the, is, I get the yeah, cool. He can be out box. Thing. I get a beat up thing, but we the 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 problem with what. Um, Yard couldn't deal with, I thought was rudimental. Rudimental. You might be underestimating what it is to deal with a good jab. No, I'm not saying not deal with a good jab. I'm talking about making it. We're, we're talking about him being elite. If we're talking about him being what Sean, Sean Paul's not elite, but he's in, he's underneath their mandem. They're like the bad boys. He's just underneath. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. Yard, what with Yard's drop down of not being able to beat even a man on the British level. You can't put him in there, and he hasn't even no, got but, a good but the reason, experience. The reason why it still counts is because it's the same characteristic that beat him at the top level that beat him at that level. So that says, I have an issue with this particular thing. So it means anybody who occupies this game plan is going to give me trouble. But isn't that that is, one, That's the problem isn't, with, with isn't that a good? Isn't having a good jab part of the, one of the fundamentals of, of this boxing thing, though? No, no, it's, like, no, because the fact is everyone's make, everyone's um, 
characteristics and makeup as a fighter is going to be different. I understand. Some fighters are just going to be outboxed. Some fighters yeah. are going to be beat if you can intimidate. Some fighters are going to be beat because you um, you come, you take it to them, you duck down, you go to war with them. They'll they'll fade. Like that's just how boxing goes. There is a key to unlock a way to win against any yeah. fighter. But then you so, can say that the my thing we've is, seen the key, the same key beat him yeah. twice. But then we, we see ain't seen other ways. And another key is the the key of it him beating himself without not being with not having stamina. Because when I talk about Porter, I know that he's gonna throw over how but, many. I know that he's gonna he's gonna throw all night. That's yeah, but I'm not comparing Yard to Porter. Yeah, I I'm know. comparing the whole thing of you losing a certain way doesn't mean you're just now a loser to anybody. Oh, at no, that no, level. no. He's still de- no. De- let's. I've never said that Yard is not dangerous. He's dangerous. Like he can still. Again, when you talk about the Linden rematch, as you said on Monday Night Smoke, I think he blows him away. Gee, look what we've done. Look at our look at our tight. Look at what's around. You know we're tired. It says Monday Night Smoke. Uh, I think well, they can change that. All right, cool. Yeah. I think he blows him away. Yeah. I think he, if if he fights uh, Arthur again, I think he blows him away. I think he goes knuckle down and goes for a madness and he gets him out of here inside four. Because this is I it. don't... Because fair enough, uh, they're saying, oh, it, um, Arthur's going to have two hands. Cool. But is Arthur really going to want to have a full-on fight with yeah. Yard? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he hits Yard. Yard decides, you know what? That hurt. I'm going to hit you back. Yes. Straight away, he gets back on the jab. Yeah. Just to, and he's um, out of there. So, but I'm, I'm campaigning just for this. To, Go on, carry on. Just Yeah, just want to say my, like, my, my thing on the yard Tunde relationship. It's one of them things where it's like, we've expressed bare opinions on this whole thing so far from speculation of the, the journey of all of this. The fact that they've decided to stay together, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, especially on the Monday Night Smoke, saying he's throwing his career away. I don't necessarily think so. I think there's there's personality types that reflect in the decisions that are made. Do you know what I mean? Like when I'm saying about the, the guy who just goes into a random place yeah. with someone he don't know just because he's searching results. Yeah. You see how that plays out. You look at someone like Lennox. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just sit down with Manuel Stewart or, or whoever that was the right fit. And then you have people that kind of like, you know, he mentioned the Canelo thing. When Canelo lost to Floyd, people were saying he should change his trainer. Mm. And now Reynoso is someone that Eddie Reynoso is someone that we're talking about. Like, yeah, he's one of the top top guys. He's renowned. So I'm not. I don't know how this thing is gonna go. But either way, Yard is gonna have to live with it. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. And I think because um, there's we need to even deeper. We need to go a step deeper with this with, in this deep dive. There's no surprise how they set up the talking of this. So. Yard was in control the whole time. Yard was, it was now, and every time we've seen them before, Tunde's been the mouthpiece. I've heard Tunde more than I've heard Yard. That's the most I've ever heard Yard speak, you know? Especially when they've been together. Especially when they're together. Tunde understands the new position now, you know? Him coming out saying, yeah, I work for this guy. was fantastic. Even Yard, there's so much I respect Yard for because it'll be easy to look at one part of the interview and not, taking all of it. What he said was, I was dealing, I was mourning. I was walking, I was running away from my pain. That's what he said. And the most honest part of Yard's interview was the end when he said, I shouldn't even have done this. You know, when he was talking, it's like, look at my year. Like this is like, it's all been rubbish. Like he almost kind of not like spiraled, but he was seconds away from, 
all of it. And the yeah. part of him said, I wasn't awake to what I was feeling, you know? And then I went in there and thought, yeah. I put everything on the line and I had to remember, this is about me. And him going to Dubai or wherever he was, wherever he went, because I know he's in a few countries, but him going away and sitting down and looking himself in the mirror saying, I haven't mourned, was the realest thing he could have done. Now, mm. the, when we talk about the, the, the comeback of Yard is, I always respect a man that can look within, go to the depths of himself and say, I'm not good enough. You know, and we give life. We talk the real talk on this thing. We all had to do it. Trav, That's right. you've looked in the mirror and said, I only talk for myself, but I've looked in the mirror and said, you're bluffing. You know what I mean? Like, yes, this person and that person, loads of people can come up to me and say, okay, man, you're, you're sick. Like, your work rate, rare, I know what I'm going. I know how hard I'm going. I know what percentage I'm giving. And I had to look in the mirror and I'm, and you and you had to do it repetitively. It's only um, February that I looked in the mirror again and said, "This ain't good enough." You wanna you wanna secure the family. You wanna um, the like. I read this book about who's the three most, who's the two most important people in your life. Yeah, my wife and my daughter. Yeah, they said three. So I had to put myself in there. Are you giving your all for them? No. And I work hard, but how big's the dream? Do you see what I'm saying? Now, if I can be that reflective of myself and then come back and then push and dig in, be afraid of the man that I'm going to be. And that's it. Now we're talking about with, with, with realism, with Tunde saying, I felt I messed up. And with Yard saying, hey, I felt I messed up and I was dealing with pain and trauma that I hadn't dealt with. And he's over that and he's ready to walk into the future. That's a dangerous man. That Lyndon ain't, Lyndon ain't meeting the same man that he met that night. It's it's That's a right. whole it's a whole new opponent. Yeah, you know I mean it's a That's whole real. new opponent. So like, and it's a whole even to approach the, what it took to approach Tunde and say this must change. What and was that? Your, what, what? You must change. Go on, carry on. Because say what I thought was powerful was when um, Tunde spoke and he said they had a few weeks where they didn't speak. Yeah. And he said that was a crazy time because that never happens with their relationship. Yeah. Since the beginning. So suddenly it's like raw. And I feel like, you know, he came face to face with the reality that this could be over here. Mm. So he's looking for change. We got to find that change. Do you know what I mean? And I, I don't necessarily think it was from a, a place of I'll be out of the game, so let me stick, let me cling on. I think it's a thing where it's like now you have to sit down in that silence. It's only in that silence where the truth is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like when you're in the midst of the noise, yeah. the hype can guess you up and you can think you're anything people tell you. Yeah. But when you're sitting there in silence and darkness and there's the crowd and everybody's gone home, yeah. that's when it's real. So when mm. they now are away from each other, Yard is looking at everybody on an individual basis and saying, What value do you bring to this situation? Mm. So then what happens, everyone who's on the receiving end of that question has to say, this is what I've brought so far, but this is what I'm going to bring now because I'm committed to growth. And that was the main thing that was I wanted to highlight 
from that dynamic was that it doesn't seem like there's a commitment to growth as much as there's a commitment to each other. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I'm looking at, I'm thinking to myself, man has to be committed to growth because growth might mean separate or growth might mean bring someone. So if growth is the aim, then you lot will find what you're looking for. But if loyalty is more pre like the precedent, then we're in a bad place because there's certain people that growth means cutting off. Do you know what I mean? And it looks like here, they've done whatever work they've done and they've gone down and said, okay, growth don't mean pine waste. Growth means bringing someone in. But the fact that they're on the journey to growth says to me that we might be looking at something different. We could be. And like, for the beauty of boxing, for the beauty of the sport, you need it to happen. Like, the cruiserweight division, for me, it's not, it's not, it's, there's no, it's not exciting. That's why we're talking to Coley as soon as he can move up. Get up to heavy. You know what I mean? There's a lot of man here. As I said, I've what well, we got um Yard versus Dan Aziz. Dan, Dan Aziz versus um Boatsy. Craig Richards versus Yard. Craig Richards versus Boatsy. Like we're talking um Craig Richards versus um Dan Aziz. We're and that's just the that's just the man them. Not yeah. even talking about outside of these men and how and we don't even know who's gonna get Bivol or Baterbiev out of here. There you go. This is what I'm saying, but no, that's with me with the permutation that we um, Craig does his does his, yeah, does yeah, his yeah. work done. You know what I mean? But there's it, it's an it becomes an exciting division at home. It becomes an exciting division domestically, but it, these are big title fights. I'm here for that. Yeah, and these yeah, men are same. young. These men are young enough, not young, but they're young enough to have a good couple of years running to, this thing. Young enough to excite a new um, fans. Young enough to bring in the casuals and just all sorts. Because these are men that not only look like us, they're from the, literally stone throw away from there, from the ends. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you, you don't need to sell that fight. You, you'll you see yourself, you'd watch them lot and see, you'll be able to see an element of you in each of them and them and just decide yeah. that's the person I'm going with. You know, like, and their characters are so different. Mm. You you need we need it. This the yeah. game needs it. I I honestly hope that this training because they've all gone into their training place. They've all kind of almost um, gone into their caves to get serious. Yeah. I love it, and I I just hope the fighters that come out are are ready to bang because mm. boxing needs it. Boxing needs this new era. It does, and it, it, it could spark something because my thing is it's all about how do you spark the casuals? How do you spark the casuals? How do we get in this new generation? Because sadly, Jake Paul ain't enough, you know? It's not enough. We need these men to be there on it, on it, on it. And even like um, as much as... When would you ever have heard um, um, Sean Porter talking about Conor Ben? He doesn't really need to, but he did. Yeah. He did yeah. because something happened, something in in terms of the energy that was put out, um, what's the name had to answer in some way, but we kind of rubbished him and said, uh, I like him, but he ain't but he's not there yet. I like that still. But he's now, I'm now, oh, oh, you're aware of me. Big difference. Mm. There we go. Nah, that's real. That's real. Um, yeah, man. So we'll see how this thing plays out. Do you know what I mean? I don't know when the fight date is going to be rescheduled again. Um, but I imagine it'll be in the next month or so. It's so a we'll shame see you back Linden in the ring. was supposed to be there. Linden was supposed to be ringside. 
Yeah, I don't and know what's going on with Lyndon, man. Lyndon don't seem too loud on the rematch talk. Lyndon you know don't I mean? seem loud. He don't seem loud. But I, I, I hope that maybe I'm just not on the channels that Lyndon's speaking on. Yeah, we'll, it, we'll see what it looks like. But it's not but, loud enough. Nah, he, nah, it's a silent. It's a, it's a silent. It's, it's a, it's a quiet champion. Is all that's I'm saying. right. It's not very much so. It's a very quiet champion. Um, you want to see him throw his weight. All I want to see is. I'll get behind a fighter that's going to throw his weight around a little bit. You know, a bit... 100%. Like, 100%. And I think the humble the humble approach is, is is okay. But there needs to be a level of dominance. Yes. So if you could be humble and dominant at the same time, good on you. Yeah. Not everybody can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, I know my makeup ain't set that way. I'm either throwing my weight around or I'm not. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what some of these guys need to make a decision. Like, you know, we're talking to Dan... Dan's got ingredients that can go further than he's allowing himself, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, when you let that fire ring out. <laughs> we, again, we, again. That's we, how we came across Dan Aziz, bro. That's how we found him. I wouldn't know. Let, let me, let me be right. Let me be real. I wouldn't know Dan Aziz unless he had that moment with Andre Sterling. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't know him, you know, and that's not even to be, it's not even out of being disrespectful, but he forced me to understand who he was. You That's know what right. I mean? He forced he me to say he announced, he announced himself, himself with that energy, and then he did his job. Then he did his work, and I said, "Oh, I can get behind this." Yeah, you know I mean, I can. Straight. All right, I'm gonna pay attention to this, you know. And that's all it is. It's not like it's not like being someone else, but certain times you have to just force yourself into a conversation. That's real talk, man. Or you get left behind. Hundred. So on the on the. Uh, just a couple quick points before we, we wrap up. Yeah. Eddie Hearn has ruled out the possibility, uh, sorry, he's not ruled out the possibility that AJ could have to fight Tyson Fury without Rob McCracken in his corner. What? Hearn said 24th of July is the rough date, but it could be nearly August, which might clash with the Tokyo Olympics where Rob McCracken will coach Team GB in the Olympics. Personally, I think this is absolute nonsense. If McCracken is choosing to be at the Olympics over AJ... Why insane he's the, he's the team coach bro. doesn't matter bruv someone else can stand in the corner and talk strategy bruv this guy is in the biggest fight of your era no way uh, wait, you're wait, gonna wait, be wait, out wait, here wait, on let's... some i've got to go to tokyo wait, mate hold on hold on hold on tony hold sims on. can cover me hold on one second the olympics happens once every four years this fight When's the last time there was a fight of this magnitude? We're going back to Tyson Lewis, bruv. No, but do you... Let's say now. Let's play this out. Because I get it. We're here now. In some inner light speculation bag. Light, it's light. Yeah? You go to the Olympics, yeah? Yeah. With a um, prospect. It's for... Wait. In that time, that prospect is going to go to the next level. Do you have the new guy that you can... Because AJ hasn't got a lot left after this. He might say, you know, I've done it. If you, you do that on your... the biggest fight of your fighter's career at the pay-per-view top level, the biggest level in boxing, if you do that to go and, and put your seeds in early for the for the new prospect, that's insane. But McCracken, this is what I'm saying, because he's always been there and he's made a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? With the... I don't know what if he has his, like, if he... if. I just don't know because let's say now, like for instance, and I'm not trying to get to NFL and something, but you got like Bill Belichick, for instance. Yeah. He had Tom Brady. Yeah. 
And it was when they split split paths, they said, who's greater? They were trying to ask themselves, who's the man right now? Now, Bill, um, Tom Brady went and won another one without, um, without Bill Belichick. It's mad. But now you look at AJ and you think, you look at AJ McCracken and you just think, AJ, you're great. You know what I mean? I don't really hear people screaming McCracken's name as the trainer, the the trainer of the year, the 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 guy. So I now I'm just I know this sounds crazy. I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy, but I'm saying now, if you go to the Olympics and bring through another one, would they not now start to give me the acclaim that I might be wanting? No? Fam? Who talks the about biggest, Kraken? the biggest fight of AJ's career? I'm with you. Tyson Fury. These are the two huge names of this yes, era. Man. Whoever wins retires as the top of the hill. Yeah. This but, is not the time to be telling me about your future of banking seeds with the new fighters, bro. And if I get a whiff of that type of energy, if I'm AJ, get him out of here early in the camp. Let's get someone else in here. Because whoever's going to be here from the beginning needs to be here on the end. It's real. It's straight real. like that, bro. It's real. I just, it's so mad. It's so mad. You Not like you think of ego, but again, McCracken's name is not one of the names. I heard more about nah, Shane. McCracken, McCracken's got respect, though. He's got respect, but you don't really, you don't really hear his name ringing. McCracken is not supposed to be hearing these whispers and getting gassed up on these convos. Straight facts, bruv. You're in there with your fighter is the biggest name in heavyweight boxing. If you are getting you. rattled by whispers of ego like that, oh, bro, it's a sad day. It, hey, ego is incredible. Bro. It is, it is. Ego it's the is enemy. It's the enemy. Ego can make a man <laughs> do a madness, bro. And again, like, there, I hear more Roach, Freddie Ro Um, So am I saying his name right? Freddie Roach. Yeah, his name rings off. I hear, like, there's names that... When you hear these trainers, you know what time it is. There's all but that's but that's due to a number of different things, though. Like the fighters that these guys have, and they get to have access to in America. You got Pacquiao in your camp, and you've had Amir Khan. Like you've had more names, whereas the UK doesn't churn out that many type of stars like that. Where yeah. if you out of one camp, you got the Ingle Gym, but you know what I mean. Let's. You can't put out there with certain man's reputations over there in the, yeah. in the, in the Kronk gym and all that stuff. So there's other factors as well. Well, um, listen, I, I hope he doesn't do it, though. I hope he actually, like, turn, turning down the Tokyo Olympics as their head trainer, their head coach, is... Yeah. He ain't even got to turn it down. Just have to fight with AJ and go. Let someone else deal with the team in your absence. But preparation, go after. preparation, though. Bruv. If if you're if you're surrounded by people who, who cannot run a camp without you, then I don't know, man. But you, you're leaving your top prize. You're stupid. Um, Eddie was asked who's going to make the ring walk first, AJ versus Fury, and then Eddie goes, maybe they'll walk at the same time. It would be unique from different sides of the arena. No. That would solve the problem. How would they have the music though? That's chatting shit. That's nonsense. You know it's not going to happen. AJ things. walks in last, bro. No debating about this. He's a side. Eddie Hearn is the one that's put this fight together. That's that. Do you know, I, I respect Eddie Hearn for not answering that question because... Yeah, that, that was it, clearly... It, uh, it, it stops it, 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 it stops negotiations. If you answer that question, say, oh, come on, obviously, Joshua. 
everything slows down. Everything, them man will go. The Fury camp are going yeah. mad. Because they're really looking for they 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 seem to be gun gun hole and getting out of this thing as any way they can. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. well, we'll see. Um, another thing I wanted to say: Dave Allen's coming out of retirement. Of course, he is. We knew the building site weren't going to keep him, fam. Useless, absolutely useless. He's back. He's back. He said he wants a couple six rounders, maybe some eight rounders, and hopefully get a British title. I hope Dave Allen is okay. That's all I'm going to say. I yes. hope he's all right. Thank you. I hope it's not a money thing. I hope maybe he's just got a bit of fire in his belly and I hope he trains and he takes it seriously. That's all I really have to say on that because I don't I don't know what the status of Dave Allen's mental health is right now. Didn't Dave Allen fight Price and it got a bit touchy in there? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Okay. So, yeah, um, just quick fire stuff. I saw the maddest thing, yeah. So, Dubois, did Adidas campaign. So, all the guys on Adidas did a post. So, Dubois posted a picture of his eyes and the quote, it's clearly something that they've said in it because Yard's one was on some championship talk. Like, I'll, I'll get it up now. Anthony Yard's... Um, da, 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 where we go? Here we go. So, yeah, Anthony Yard posted one up today. It said, where some see failure, I see motivation behind every champion. Boom. That sounds like a personal thing. Yeah, you know I mean? So it's like, cool. Dubois' one, where some see gender, I see the possibilities of a level playing field for all people. And a lot of people read that in the comments. They're like, so what are you saying? You want to fight women? Like, <laughs> Dubois, are you calling out Clarissa Shields? No. <laughs> useless. Absolutely useless. I can't read. I couldn't believe what I was reading. I was like, how do you mean this? Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? You gotta take control of this media team. I keep, <laughs> I keep telling you, these mistakes are not gonna happen if you say, guys, stop doing this. Run this by me. Say, listen, or if it's not even to be run by you, run it up the tree to somebody. Cause someone yeah. says, how is this gonna be looked at? Or what I would do, I get to a stage and say, do you reckon them boys are undefeated? They're gonna laugh at this. That's why. Oh, that's why, That's. I think I'll do that test. I'll say, do you reckon them undefeated boys are gonna find a way to spin this into some bullcrap like they're doing right now? Yeah, bro. Of course. Where some see gender, I see the possibilities <laughs> of a level playing field. So who are you trying to fight, fam? <laughs> Katie Taylor. Dubois, Savannah Marshall, July. Next. <laughs> Up next. I'm like, yo, this is insane. I nah. mean, I don't, I know, wait, I was just like, okay, okay, no, what he meant was, of course, we know what he meant, wait. but it's just what there was where it's like, it just looked, it just came out crazy. It was a good, it, it meant, it, it was meant to mean something else. Where some people see gender, I see the possibilities of a level playing field for all people. Basically saying, put some respect on these women's names. Put some respect on these women's name. It was vague. That's the only problem. Um, yeah. It was too vague. Um, and you could have got another, you could have said something else, you know, um, just just to clear it. Yeah. It is what it is. is. Um, just, Uh, just just, lastly, lastly, I want to get into this. Um, me and Travis dropped this thing called comedy central. Um, it's about drunk drunk history, black stories. Make sure you watch it. If you haven't watched it yet. 
Um, it's in- so comedy, so comedy Central, just so you know. Comedy Central, make sure you check it out. Now, a lot of people are hitting me up saying, hey, man, um, this is really funny. And I was like, yeah. yeah, it's funny, but you know it's true. And it goes, no, right. no way. A lot of people didn't believe it's true. Yes, right. it's entertaining, but hopefully that's some uh, like an easier way to take get history, right? And not to deal with, like, there's so many facts in there and the British border control, yeah? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Look at yourselves in the mirror. The yeah? British, let's talk, let's tell the story first, yeah? Go on, tell the, you, you, you so tell Len the story Johnson. to me. Len Johnson is a Brit. He's a, a fighter who was, you know, fighting way back in the day, early 1900s, and because he was mixed race, yeah, one black parent, one white parent, he wasn't legally allowed to fight for a British title. Both of your parents had to be white. That was the rule, the color bar rule for the British for British boxing at that time. Yeah. So as a result, he fought Ted Lewis, beat him in the ring, and wasn't awarded a belt. Yep. Now. When we look back on history on this, I'm like, why does that stand still? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I look at this and I'm like, okay, so this is what we're doing with this podcast. Yeah. We're challenging the British Boxing Board of Control to change and overturn that decision and award Len Johnson his belt, Give him his, his belt. rightful belt Give him as a belt. British champion. Because, you know, the fact is, I don't consider the British Boxing Board of Control to be someone who, a racist organisation, not at all. So why would a racist rule hold its still hold its foot in in your history? Yeah, we're in a different time, so that should reflect. Do you know what I mean? 100%. So I say, overturn it and award Len Johnson and his family the belt that he should have got in Thank his time, very... and that's our call to action. So that's all these it. boxing blogs, everybody who else who feels that way, yeah, share this post. Yeah, share this. Thank you very Let's much. At them, get in their mentions. Don't let them ignore it. We're gonna yep. stay there. We're gonna email these guys. We're gonna stay on their necks. Yeah, this could be a. This is a wonderful change to make, and I nah. think the British border and border control is up for the challenge. They need to do it, man. We've heard all these things about Black Lives Matter and all these so-called um, major people saying, "Yeah, we stand. We agree with you." Well, fix it. Like if that's in history, that's wrong. Overturn fix it. it. Overturn that shit. Do you know what I mean? That's like it's not asking for too much. It's just a stand that that's standard. If you give him the belt he won, better, it's not like we're asking him to give him something he didn't win. He was in the ring and he won that night. Give it to the <laughs> family. Him. Give it to his like again, even the Commonwealth belt, because he went to Australia, he went to Australia and he said, even that belt, that's not yours. Like yeah. there's so many things, like it's nonsense. And it needs to it needs to be done. And only and they I can s- do it. I saw a post, uh, somebody replied saying, That's my granddad's uncle. There you go. Like so the, the family line is there, like it was like my granddad's uncle. It's yeah. like they're, they're, they're lobbying for a, a statue to be put up in his honour as well. In Manchester, Give him all of it. Give him so everything that he deserves, bro. I think this would be a nice touch for the British Boxing Board of Control to show that they're not, they don't stand with that history. Yeah, yeah. And we made a mistake. Mm. There we go. We made a mistake. Like, And it's so mad because even on BoxRec, it says that he won, but it's so, it's so weird. The belt ain't... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, people, thank you for rocking with us. For real. We have been here for hours. But it's been a long evening. We, but do, we this. do this. We do this for the sake of the fans, man. Let me ring that bell. Good night.